Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry Ziboder, rounding out the crew today as we uh, navigate the latest boating news and information and share a few boating stories with you just for our own amusement. Uh, You might even learn something, if you're lucky. Uh, No guarantees, but uh, we try to appease as, as many passengers as we can. We take comments, questions, and complaints. All in equal uh, uh, level. They get filed accordingly. Accordingly, uh, right, Barry? You think? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. In, yeah. In the- wait, wait, wait. Who, who's 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 got the highest number of complaints on this show? Patrick, by Stop far. It. Not even close. It's not even remotely close. I, I think you meant compliments. No, I, <laughs> I think that's incorrect. Uh, let's go right to World of Boating viewer mail to kick off today's. A big show. Hey, my name is Jeff. Been listening to you guys for years, and um, we're thinking about moving to Florida in a few years. And figured who's better to seek advice from um, for where to move to. And one of my favorite things to do is to go to either lunch or dinner by boat. The old hundred dollar hamburger, as they say in airplane speak. Mm-hmm. And well, a couple areas we're looking at is maybe like Tampa Bay or the Indian River, Banana River, Space Coast area, Merritt Island, and uh, wondered if there's any other area is that have a lot of restaurants that have courtesy docks. So we're not really dead set on any particular area yet. So thought we'd get your suggestions. See if you got any other areas that are good for, uh, you know, going to restaurants by boat. Thanks. Okay. Uh, that, uh, that's actually a very well thought out question. Yeah, but that's not what you texted us. Before no, the show. not at all. Not what, at what is all. He wants to you? come to Florida. Ah, ah, no, he wants no, to find no, a place. No, no, you no. said move here. And what's the best boating place? Restaurants yeah, is a whole different story. About docks, places with dockside <laughs> capacity, Greg. What's wrong with you? It's one in the same. Come no, on, it is not. No. It is. What do you? I don't know what you guys are talking about. You heard the call just like I did. Yeah, there are some beautiful areas that you can move to that won't have a restaurant for miles. If you're looking for restaurants all along waterways, you're looking at Fort Lauderdale or Miami area. Right. Okay. Yeah, so is that what you like, would if, suggest, or no, that, because, or what? Uh, well, here's what you got to start with. How much money do you have? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there should be two categories then. If money is not an object, what would be the best place to appease uh, that caller there? The keys. The keys, huh? Wouldn't it be more expensive down in Fort Lauderdale, Miami than the keys? It's, Um, you, you, first of all, you've you've got marinas, and you've got some of those hole in the wall type restaurants that serve really great food. Yeah, it's more definitely true. more of the lifestyle thing. You're not doing it to be seen. Mm-hmm. You're doing it to go out and enjoy the area and the food. Unlike what I would say Fort Lauderdale and Miami is where it's all about look what we're driving up in, look at right. us and you know while we're munching on our $300 
taco. Okay, right. so there's no $100 hamburger options down there. And so it, I, would, I am correct in assuming it would be more expensive in Fort Lauderdale and Miami versus uh, going down to the it, Keys. It depend, depends on where you go. I mean, if you're down in Key Largo, like at the Ocean Reef Club, mm-hmm. um, oh. that's that's pretty pricey because I, I've, I've spent quite a bit of time there. Yeah, but you, um, you're isolated to just the that particular club they have their own restaurants on site that's not really yeah, yeah but there, there's one for. there's one water side right outside of the uh close by the marina which is pretty much as hole in the wall feel as you could get and it's still incredibly expensive right okay but i think he's but, looking but, for but, something more like uh key west or key largo something with more stuff close well, that's, by that's, that's ocean reef club is key largo that is key largo okay Right. right, that's the one with its own airport. Yeah, flew in there on the private company jet right yep. at the golf course. Really? There ain't nothing like that, man, I got to tell you. But, that but, is awesome. But I, I think Patrick's right. As far the keys were designed for boats, because considering there's not much roadway, most of the people, the locals, have a boat, and that's how they get from point A to point B. Hmm. But I think it also depends on what kind of water you want to be in. I don't well, think you're, you're going to find water as beautiful as enjoyable, honestly, in the state of Florida than what's down in the Keys. Okay. But I, I would assume he wants to stay in uh, wet water. What, what are you... No, no, no. What do I mean? I yeah. mean, well, in the Keys, you have both. You have the Atlantic and you have the, uh, oh, the Gulf okay. side there. So right. the waters are different as far as um, how quiet they are and, you know, stuff like that and the kind of fish that they have. That's why I was thinking hmm. you could be on the west coast of Florida, which, you know, in the Gulf of Mexico, is, I think is different. My my view is that it's different from the Atlantic side, which can get pretty rough. But the Atlantic, I think, is clearer water. So if he's not going to go in the ocean, if he's just looking for places to go up and down the intercoastal or little places like that for restaurants, yeah. then, you know. I think any any place uh, south of, like, well, West Palm Beach South. It's a yeah. prime intercoastal restaurant, it dock is, up to it- a place type thing. But it's expensive. I yep, mean, if you're if cheap. you're looking at buying a place to live and have your boat on the water. Well, he mentioned he, Tampa he admit- Bay, but what about Tampa Bay compared to, say, like Fort Lauderdale, West Palm area? What do you think, Patrick? Uh, there's some nice places over there, uh, Marina Jack, stuff like that. Um, on Tampa Bay. There- yeah, there's there's some you go up a little bit where you, you know where the uh sponge divers live up in that area. Tarpon there's Springs, some, yeah. Yeah, there's some some really good restaurants up there, but again, mm-hmm. if you're living on the water, it, price point wise, you're probably not going to find anything uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here because I'm not a real estate agent, but probably at this point as inexpensive as maybe the Merritt Island area. The problem there is uh there's not a lot of restaurant. I mean, if you go out to Port Canaveral, you, you've got um, uh, a couple out there in the port itself. Uh, but up and down, like the Banana River or the Indian River, it's it's pretty barren. Right. Um, I mean, you're kind of out there by yourself. So if you're looking to get away from everything, you know, one of those less populated areas would be an option. But if you want to be close to the restaurants and on the water, and, it, you know, it sounds like he's zeroing in. He mentioned Tampa. I, if you I, compare I, the Tampa Bay area versus Fort Lauderdale area, I would think Fort Lauderdale would have a beat by far. Yeah, yeah. And For I'm not, restaurants? 
Well, for just you know, boating and intercoastal and it, having it, different options to go. It's it's dock so up to and stuff. it's so crowded. Well, so is Tampa Bay. Yeah, but it's it's Tampa Bay. You've got a lot of room to go out and run at least. Well, you got the you entire could, ocean. You, 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 not yeah, not if you're, you're on the intercoastal. Well, but you could go south of Tampa. You could go to Cape Coral. You could go to Bonita Springs. You could be a little bit south of that, go into Naples in that area. There are some really nice boating areas yeah. that have a lot of restaurants on the water there, especially in Naples, but mm-hmm. it isn't cheap. Well, I would go back to what Barry said initially, that if if you want to go down and get some uh, world-class restaurant options and have a ton of boating options, if you go down to the Keys, like you said, you could if, if the seas are blowing up on the Atlantic side, you go out onto the Gulf, Gulf and uh and just cross over the bay side yeah. I, I'd, yeah i'd say you go down to indy atlantic and sebastian that area i mean you got captain hiram's um and some other restaurants down there and again if you're looking at purchasing property on the water or close to the water again still relatively uh affordable as compared to uh you know fort lauderdale miami or uh, over in the tampa area mm-hmm. yeah, port charlotte would be an area but i'm not real uh, keen on you know restaurants that are on the water out in Charlotte Harbor or um, you know on the river there. Yeah, and, but, and I think up in the Mer- Merritt Island area around the Cape and all that—that's beginning. I think it's going to become a hot item in the future. Well, possibly, but once again, if you go down to the Keys, you can cross over. You get a lot more boating options on both sides. Yeah, I kind of go back to that. Uh, and, and the restaurants down there are phenomenal. They, they yep. are. Well, impressive. Look, if, you're, if you're doing it right, you're really not worried about it because what you're doing for your $100 hamburger is you're running over to the islands for lunch. Well, you could do that, uh, but the, you don't really have to do that down in the Keys. They serve no, a pretty that, awesome black and fish sandwich. Yeah, but it's all about making... Where are you going for lunch? Bahamas? Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could, you, could, you could zip over to Bimini, sure. You have that option if the weather will cooperate, yeah. But if it's blowing up, then uh, you could just zip over to the Gulf, though. So but if right. it's blowing up, then you're just like 90% of the Florida boaters and you're going out anyway. Well, you could do that, I guess, but it wouldn't be a very pleasant experience. We for... got a 14-foot John boat with a 90 horsepower. Time to go, go feed the fish. Let's go. <clears throat> yeah. So, okay. Well, hopefully that helped or it totally it confused not. him. Uh, <laughs> be- because you totally misread. <laughs> what you, what I didn't misread anything. You, you, yeah, you heard you the phone call just like I did. So yeah, I don't know what you're complaining. That's not what you texted about. us, Greg. That I, texted, the I texted you to be prepared to listen. That's what I texted you, and you heard it along with the and, and we we gave them our two cents, which is worth maybe. By the way, by maybe the way, one. We have a phone call to play back today from a listener who's looking to relocate to the best boating area in Florida. Okay, we pretty much covered that and that uh, <laughs> answer. All right, more coming up on the world of boating. listening to the world of boating radio network hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet it's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products i personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures however i do believe in sharing the joy and this is why we've added nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments underwater photographers listen up from their high impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast hey what's going on out there there's a boat whoa is anybody on it yeah some hairy guy oh wait a minute Wait a minute. He's got company. Oh, farts. Floating down the river, sailing on the sea, cruising on the ocean. Boats are for me. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the boater, rounding out the crew. All right, so we covered where you should move to, to Florida for your... Best boating activities, or at least gave now, you a few ideas. For restaurants, that's what he wanted to restaurants, know. Restaurants, where to move, of, whatever. Doesn't speaking matter. of restaurants. Covers right? all the bases. Uh, quick sidebar. Yeah. Uh, one of the commercials that just aired for uh, Kava Screw, yeah. uh, Bar- Barry was asking about that. And I know that, that, that the inspiration for that book was your trip to Fiji mm-hmm. for Scuba Radio. Okay. Now, did you or did you not, wasn't? There a tour of a place called the Cave of Cannibals. There was a cave, yes. Okay, and was there not a was it a kava ceremony or was it a a a brain fork ceremony? It wasn't. Was there something involving a brain fork? They or you bought you, you bought back a brain fork. I did, yeah, for one of my uh, kids. Yeah, See? as a souvenir, right? And you, your you point brought, is you, what you have you have this fork. I was asking what it looked like. It's, it t- long, it's your typical brain fork, you know. I mean, <laughs> is it a long, skinny one like like you use to eat crab, or is it a no? A it has like four thing? prongs on it. It's in a circle. It's kind of like a thick stick, like a peg, and then it's it has like four pointy spikes at the end of it that you stab the brain after you've cut it open, and then you know start chowing down. 
chowing down on brain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> that that explains that whole thing, Patrick. Yum. Yeah. And Greg has not been allowed back to Fiji since. Since, yeah. That's that, right. That is absolutely. <laughs> uh, actually, it's true. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, we had a, a story uh, that was posted on uh, the World of Boating Facebook page. Uh, if you haven't checked us out on World of, on Facebook, World of Boating, please like us. Uh, we need, uh, Greg needs the attention. Please. You know, he needs a lot of likes. Please uh, like us, please. Uh, and of course, uh, all these stories oh, as they please. post on the Facebook page are then simultaneously through the power of magic. I call it the internet. Greg calls it magic. Uh, wind up on the world of boating.com. Uh, internet page uh, where you will find our sponsors and we would appreciate you uh, you know uh, giving them some attention too because they are the people that keep us on the air this is a live radio show of course we know a lot of you listen to it as a podcast mm-hmm. but it does air out live it is nationally syndicated so uh, we appreciate uh, if you uh, do some we give up our Saturdays our, yeah we do so one of the stories that posted they would was, be doing nothing right now just for the record but regardless <laughs> it's what they do and uh please share like and comment accordingly all right so there was this family uh out in San Antonio that went out on the water and um they had some trouble and they were shocked that it took almost an hour for a boat to come out and rescue them after they called 911. So, why did they call 911? They were well, out on a well, boat. Here, it's an here. easy number to remember. Wait, San Antonio. So, what were they out in the Gulf or where? Where were they? they? Were in on, a lake? Are you going to let me? F- yeah, hurry up. Go. Okay. Good Lord. Let's go, Patrick. If spit you it stop out already. Talking. Children. So they were on Calaveras uh, Lake Okay. Uh, when they experienced a problem. Their, their boat wouldn't start, and the weather was getting rough. Their tiny ship was tossed. Was tossed. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I knew where this was going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Ginger and, um, called 911 because she didn't know any better. So, well, they, they called 911 because they couldn't get their boat started, and their boat started to take on water mm. because, of course, it's getting rough. So when they called for help, when it helped, finally came out to get them again they were shocked that it took almost an hour and the question really is is they shouldn't be shocked and now this is called for the 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 county there uh to to get a rescue boat and stuff like that and not for nothing that's not what the 911 system is for um that's not what the sheriff's department is there for it's not what the fire department is there for is to come out and rescue you when you're out on your boat and you killed your battery uh, and, or you were, I don't want to say stupid, but you were stupid enough to go out Mm -hmm. in weather that you shouldn't have been out in to begin with. And what you thought wouldn't happen winds up happening. And now you're in danger of sinking, you know, with your family members on board. Mm. So that then prompted a poll on the world of boating facebook page uh which went out to the uh which is another great reason to like us on facebook because then you can take part in these world class <laughs> fully interactive cutting edge polls that get that put, put up from time to time wow. and the question is this is it the responsibility of local governments to provide rescue services when your boat has run out of fuel won't start 
or and or is taking on water. Now, overwhelmingly, and the choices were, hell yeah, my tax dollars, or hell no, get CETO. <laughs> overwhelmingly, the respondents, you any guesses? Hell no, uh, get CETO. It rhymes. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Just because it rhymes, if nothing else, come on. <laughs> well, it, and that is really kind of what, you know, the rescue boats that the fire departments may have or that the sheriff's department may have, that's not what they're going to be. If they the sheriff's department's got one, it's going to be for law enforcement out on the water, you know, uh, making sure everybody's doing what they should be doing and or unfortunately maybe involved if there's a, an accident and or a, uh, a death or something like that where they have to get out on the water. They're not out there to tow you in because your boat maybe maybe taking on water or it won't start or you ran out of gas so yeah get sea tow and i started thinking about this and it's like okay so maybe you're in an area where maybe there isn't sea tow or there isn't you know towboat us what a great opportunity then for you to get a franchise and start you know a sea tow franchise or a towboat us franchise in that area if one doesn't exist hmm okay but in this case of these uh, folks who called 911, I'm guessing they weren't smart enough to use their VHF radio, let alone uh, set up a, a, you know, a uh, you're VHF, assuming VHF you're radio. They had one. Yeah, you're assuming they had one. This, this was the call. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am in Calaveras Lake. Our boat has stopped. Mm-hmm. Operator, did it run out of gas? Is anyone injured? The battery died, but the waves are strong and the boat is sinking. Okay, we'll call Towboat US for you. They'll be Get out a, a little bit. Start bailing. <laughs> well, the problem was, you know, they didn't have a boat. Um, it got that call got routed to the Bexar County Sheriff's Office. Um, the Sheriff's Office didn't have a boat, so they had to call other places for help. They checked with the state. The state wasn't able to send a boat. They checked with the city. The city boat wasn't available. They finally got one coming from Wilson County. Okay. Well, the moral of the story is you don't want to be one of those folks, right? Right. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry, the boater, running out the crew. All right, so... Um, if you have a problem out on the boat, you're on your uh, local lake, uh, have a VHF radio at the bare minimum. Call in 911. They may or may not know what to do. and uh, they, they, they just may not have the equipment to come out and get you. Right. And they may not be smart enough to say, hey, we'll call Boat US and have them come pick you up. They're probably like, well, hell, we don't know what to do about that. Well, but that's you know, assuming it, that there is a Boat US yeah, there might there. be. Yeah, but, but like know. I'm saying, if 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 I was in that area and I found out that there wasn't a boat towboat US or there wasn't a sea tow, you'd start one. I I would look at getting a franchise and making myself available because that's what I don't know if you remember Captain Kerry Greg, but he took over the Central Florida Lakes sea tow and grew that from I think Ocala all the way down to Kissimmee. Yeah, you know, and he's got his captains. Those now he's a are, multimillionaire. Is that what those, you're saying? Those boats are trailerable. He's got some that are designed to run in the mud mm-hmm. um, to come out and get you. And, and he's you making millions. Well, the thing is, you, you you buy that membership and it covers you 
you know, no matter where you're at, mm-hmm. but you know, if you're, you're in that, they're coming to get you run out of gas. They're coming to get you boat won't start. They're coming out to get you boats taken on water. They're coming out to get you now. They're not going to, you know, again, depending if they've got somebody on station or if they got a trailer or boat there, but you paid for the membership, they're coming out to get you. It's a pretty good value. It, it is. It's a lot good better piece than relying on 911. Yeah. And, you know, sorry, we don't have a boat. You know, <laughs> what would you like us to do, sir? <laughs> we'll throw you a, we'll Wait. throw you a floaty. Floaty. <laughs> we're going to fly an airplane and just drop you a life raft. There, hey, that's one, one solution. And, and Barry that looked up work. this lake, and this is this is about it. It's a it's a reservoir that was formed, and it's about three thousand acres. Um, so it's not incredibly large, mm-hmm. but you know, just the same. You know, yeah, uh, but it's not that big. Uh, hey, uh, you know, nine one one operator could just say, "All right, jump out, swim to shore. We'll meet you there." Well, it's or only forty five feet deep. Yeah, know. yeah. Okay, that, that's that's recreational dive death. <laughs> yeah, right. That it is. Grab your snorkel. <laughs> And uh, we'll meet you at the meet you shore. All right. We got some more uh, news and information that uh, boating enthusiasts might enjoy hearing about. That's coming up next on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. We've got to get off this boat. The Titanic was one of the biggest disasters in history. Well, if you're so worried, why don't you alert the crew and save everyone? Saving this ship would mean talking to like 80 people, and, and I'm, I'm just not in that kind of mood right now. The wild ship's sinking and going This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater. All right, so we uh, have some other boating news and information we can, uh, I don't know, get into, can't we, Patrick? Come on. Uh, we do. All right, let's go. All right, so um, also out this week, Colorado State University, which is oh, where? Oh. Colorado. In Colorado. All right. <laughs> and, and Colorado State University uh-huh. does what? At this time every year. They give us our hurricane predictions uh-huh. for and South Florida. The hurricane, the hurricanes. You gotta watch out hurricanes. for them hurricanes. Hurricanes. And, and I don't think that this uh I don't think they've ever not called for another active hurricane season. Mm-hmm. I don't ever I don't ever remember seeing a headline that says Colorado Colorado State University forecast calls for <laughs> inactive <West> hurricanes. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so they are calling for a uh, another active hurricane season. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you've been following the world of boating on Facebook or at the dot com or the show, you know that we have an issue with Colorado State University and their forecast because I think last year they adjusted their forecast no less than ten times. So as the sea, I think. I think there should be a rule, a law, if you will, that once you make your forecast, that's it. You don't get to continue to adjust it as the weather gets worse or gets better. You live and die by your forecast. That's it. Right. And last year, they were terrible. 
Well, U of M could always do a Colorado State uh, snow forecast. For wasn't it, but one last year's prediction, like double uh, the reality, is we had double what they initially uh, predicted. I think. Oh, they they went into the uh, the Greek like, alphabet. Yeah, yeah, it was nuts, uh, and they didn't even come close with their prediction. So at some point, you're right. They ought to quit predicting. Or whatever you do, don't ever rely on them. If you're going to place a bet in Vegas on the number of hurricanes you're going to have, Ooh, that's, uh, this that's year. I wonder. I wonder if you can do that. Oh, I'm sure, sure you can bet yeah. on anything in Vegas. Come on. Um. So for this upcoming year, which again, going back a few sh- shows ago, I think the hurricane season should be January through December. That just <laughs> let's just cut to the chase. I mean, how many how many months are, are is not hurricane season? It's like four at this point. Well, it's, it's, it's the it, same it keeps, as day, it keeps growing. It's the same as daylight savings time slowly expands further right. out. So for this upcoming year, and what what we what I have a problem with in regard to this, especially living in the state of Florida, is the insurance companies love this. They love these forecasts. Um, so when you wonder why your rates are going up uh, this time every year. Blame Colorado State University. Uh, They are calling for a well above average season with 17 named storms, eight hurricanes, and four major hurricanes. Now, if you're following this at home, write that down. 17 named storms, eight hurricanes, and four major hurricanes. And when we come up to the end of hurricane season, let's see how many times they adjusted their forecast so that at the end of hurricane season, they were able to say, we were right. Because that's what they do every year. Uh, so they went into percentages, and they are calling for at least a 96% chance at least one name storm comes within 50 miles of the Florida coastline. Well, <laughs> what are the odds? Gee, well, 90% yeah. evidently. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, don't go out on limb, guys. Yeah, just because we stick out like a sore thumb in the uh, ocean. That's yeah. not what we look like. Yeah, I see. You know, we say this every year, but I just don't understand why they didn't just come out and just say, "Look, we have no idea what the hell's going to happen this year." It looks right. like it's going to be active. There's going to be a lot of hurricanes, so just be re- and just leave but, it at that. When they well, start, you know why? Because this is how they get their funding, Greg. You this think? is how they get their money. Uh, yeah, what are they betting against themselves? No, this is how they get. This is how <laughs> they get be. their monies from the from the government is doing their forecasts and yeah. monitoring hurricanes. Right. So. They have called for a 75% chance that a hurricane uh, does the, the same. So bear in mind, 96% chance that one named storm. That's not a hurricane. That's a named storm. Right. 98% chance they won't even be close on their predictions. That's <laughs> a 70, 75% chance a hurricane does the same and a 41% chance for a major hurricane. Uh, yeah. These numbers are all up from last year's numbers, well above the over 100 year average mm-hmm. yeah so, and these um, get uh you know they, they get sent out every year at this time it made it through the mainstream media i saw the reports and everything too but when you press the people that actually put these out and you ask them questions which i have done in the past they will admit we really have no idea there's too many variables and uh yeah. and that's why they make those revisions during the the months because the weather changes <laughs> What but are you the odds? You don't get. You don't get you're, you're, you don't get. you're not. You shouldn't be allowed to do that. Well, you, you shouldn't, your, but they do because but, they just but, have less egg on their face. Right. Well, uh, they're, but, they're looking at the trends, the long term trends, and things can change. Here's a long term yeah. trend: 
they're wrong 96% of the time. Yeah, I'm telling you. If everyone goes into the ocean this year and pees at the same time, it's going to warm it up pretty good. Okay, I don't even know where that came from. What? That was just disturbing. Well, warmer ocean, the, uh, the stronger the hurricane gets. Okay. What they're saying is the Atlantic's a little bit warmer than usual this year. Uh-huh. And I guess that's one way to increase the warmth is what you're alluding that's right. to. Barry, yep. Barry, All the uh, cly- clytomagus, or cly- <laughs> cly- I don't know, what are you, a climate scientist now? Or just yep. uh, have a small b- bladder? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's it. All right. Well, anyway, okay. Uh, you know, that, that just goes in one ear out the other for me now. I'm so over the hurricane Yeah, but thing. The, the people that it doesn't are the insurance companies. And yeah, that's, they, 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 they love this because they get to jack up their rates because they're saying, oh, well, they're calling for, so we're coming into hurricane season beginning June 1st. If you're looking at buying that boat or buying that house on the water or anything like that, do it before then, because after June 1st, the rates are going to go up, guaranteed. Well, if, if you're concerned about insurance rates, then you have to look at flood insurance rates and what they want to do in this whole area. And what area are you talking about? Uh, in all of South Florida. They're, okay. They're seeing that flood. Oh, yeah. you guys are underwater already. Right. Yeah, well, you just you don't know. know it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Barry, quit peeing uh, in the ocean. You might be okay. Yeah. But now, we, we, an issue. we have seen... Uh, the explosion, if you will, of boat sales over the past 12 to 14 months. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple in Clearwater, Florida bought a boat um, a long time ago, about four months, and um, they never received the title, the registration, or the plate for their new boat trailer, Ooh, that's even awful. though they paid cash in early December. Okay. Now, they paid uh, $22,399 cash. Nice. Um, to, uh, can I say the dealership name or should we not? Yeah, I don't care. Okay. Champion Marine <laughs> and Clearwater. Mm-hmm. And they were given a 30 day temporary tag and then another one. Yeah. So 60 day temporary, 60 days on temporary tags. Okay. Allegedly. Uh, that allowed right. them to use the boat for two months while they waited to get the registration title and plate for the boat trailer. Mm-hmm. Temporary tag has expired and they ran in roadblocks when they called the dealership to find out why they don't have a permanent tag and registration. So they had to park the boat. Um, so they turned to an on the channel eight on your side investigator and uh, they got involved and uh, the owner tells on your side that there had been delays with the third party title processing company, doubt it. And he would personally make sure the Ortiz family received their plate and registration so they can get back on the water. Hmm. Now, Ortiz, the owners of the boat say she received a call from champion Marine and they apologize that the plate and registration never arrived in the mail she says she was told to pay for a duplicate copy at the DMV and the dealership will reimburse the cost and something oh, else no, no, in no, a no, gift no, no. card for dinner out. And okay. the reason why I bought this up is exactly where Barry's going. I already oh, no, know because no, no. yeah. his hat, his hat's like a mood ring. It was okay. white before I started the story. <laughs> now, it, now it's blood red. Yeah. Hmm. So why is it the only, why is the onus on the owners of the boat to go to the DMV and go through all that hassle to do what the dealership should have done? And what well, you, and by, in effect, when you paid for the boat, you pay for them to do that. They were paid to do that. Right. And that's their job. And that's part of the contract. That's part of offer and acceptance. And they did not follow through on the contract. 
And you know, when you go to the DMV, I know here in, in Orange County, there's a general public side and there's a dealer side. So when you go into dealer side, because I've had to do that for the manufacturer I work for, and boy, you are in and out of there in a heartbeat. But if you're general public, especially in this COVID era, you, you'll age. went back to they, they went back to Channel Eight, uh, complained some more, and they came back and said, "Well, you're screwed this time. We can't help you." Is that what happened? We'll find out next. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Kids love to dress like pirates, the murderers and rapists that pirates were. <laughs> We think it's adorable. Being a pirate is all fun and games, till somebody loses an eye. It hurts like it blazes, it makes you pull faces, but you can't let your mates see you cry. A fancy black patch will cover the hatch, making sure the soccer stays dry. Being a pirate is all fun and games, till somebody loses an eye. It's so hard to be a pirate. Be a pirate, a pirate, a pirate, you can't be a pirate with all of your bars. Being a pirate is all fun and games, till somebody loses an eye. It hurts like it blazes, it makes you pull faces, but you can't let your mates see you cry. Being a pirate is all fun and games,
it's all fun and games till somebody loses her. What's it? <laughs> you didn't choose it, but you don't want to lose it. Let's hope somebody spots it. I'm not picking it up. The dog comes along, he sews it back on, he ties it up tight and he knots it. Oh. You tied it too tight. Being a bird is all fun and games till somebody loses her. What's it? It's so part of being a pirate. A pirate, a pirate. You can't be a pirate with only a boss. It's so part of being a pirate. A pirate, a pirate. You can't be a pirate with all of your heart. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry Z. Booter. Rounding I'll out never the crew. play that song again. Okay. I, th- I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Arg. Arg. So what else do we have there, uh, Patrick, before we uh, wind it up A couple things to uh, finish up the show. Want to uh, give a little bit of teaser for next week's show. Uh, you mm. definitely don't want to miss uh, the live show. And, of course, if you can't listen to it live, definitely make sure you check out the podcast. Of course, if you're checking out the podcast, you just heard me say check it out live, which you won't be able to do. Weird. So that's kind of a... Uh, paradox, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Don't cross the streams. If, if, <laughs> if everything goes well through the power of the internet, we uh, will be connecting with via long, long distance. Um, it's going to be uh, what I hope is a really, really, really good interview, which means, Greg, don't say anything. Just leave it to Barry and myself. Mm. <laughs> don't try don't try to pronounce any words you don't understand. <laughs> They're in Switzerland, right? We're gonna be connecting with uh sure. Switzerland. Yeah. I think that's where they're going to be. Just agree with them. Just agree. I just, I agree. just Greg what? taught me Greg taught me you taught me like fifteen years ago, teas don't give away too much. Now well, everybody if, knows we're gonna be connecting with Switzerland. Okay, so what? That was what that's fine. I didn't say I mean, who it no, was. We're actually gonna be calling the country. So, hello, Switzerland. It's Greg from the World of Boating. Are yeah. you there? Just uh, Bruce, come prepared. Bruce, Bruce. Barry's going to yeah, bring some cheese. Switzerland. And, right uh, next to the Pacific Ocean, right? Patrick's going <laughs> to do some chocolate, I think. Uh, no. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Final story. So, um, talking about boating and boating access and marinas and stuff like that. Uh, Dateline, Staten Island, New York. A Mariner's Harbor man faces multiple charges after a probe found he allegedly offered to buy a city employee a boat and a private slip to hmm. circumvent the normal bidding and review process to lease a New York City-owned marina in Brooklyn. Wow. Uh, is this uh, like a new superhero? I am Harbor Man! No, his, no? This, is, this is Bakir Baruba. Hmm. Uh, real name. Uh, a resident of Arlington Avenue contacted a City Economic Development Corporation employee looking to lease the Mill Basin Wharf on Flatbush Avenue in Brooklyn, which is operated and managed by Doc NYC, but expressed dissatisfaction with the lengthy timeline required to conduct a proper bidding and land use review process, authorities allege. So he figured he would sweeten the pot. Speed just, up the process. Just right. one week after he initially called the EDC on July 1st, 2020, um, Baruba asked the EDC employee if he owned a boat. Hey, you got a boat? When the employee said, <laughs> "Wait a minute, not, is that your best uh, Staten Island uh, accent?" <laughs> He's the Florida boy. Wouldn't what it be more like, "Yo, yo, you want a boat, man? Come on, man. 
Let's go. Wait, wait. That is We're not a of, Brooklyn accent. Yeah, that's not a then, that would be the East Side. Yeah, See, I'm kind of why we don't do accents and we leave it to Bill. I'm channeling West Side Story. Uh-huh. That, not even close. Yeah, not even. <laughs> yeah okay. Yeah. I guess. What, what, would, would Greg be a shark or a jet? Uh, he would be neither. All right, maybe more, more Sopranos. Line, right? Like, yo, yeah, I got your line. boat right here. Come on. You want a boat? I get your boat right here. All right. So Baruba asked the EDC employee if he owned a boat. When the employee said he did not, look, <laughs> I work for the city. I can't afford a boat. Hmm. Uh, Baruba offered to buy a boat and, and a dock at the marina if the city would award him the lease. The EDC hmm. employee notified the authorities of the offer, uh, and and they said, Baruba, "Wow, sounds like a great deal to us." Baruba allegedly no. reiterated his offer to provide the boat for no cash for the employee, and um, he is now in some hot water hmm. um, because that it's is so a third degree. So he's third-degree bribery, fifth-degree conspiracy, giving unlawful gratitude and obstructing governmental administration, according to online court records. Yeah, if he would have so, stuck to, like, you know, drugs and hookers and stuff like that, he probably got, got away with it. But he, no. Well, this this is what he told the, the, the EDC employee. He said, I'll get you a boat, and I'll take you fishing one oh, way. Oh, <laughs> and, oh one way. And, huh? I, mm. and I'll, I'll take good care of you. Try these said. new shoes. Yeah, <laughs> new material, cement. New materials. Yeah. They hey, last can long you get time. can you get down in that fifty-five uh, gallon drum? There's some bait fish. Yeah. Uh, you uh, know the people of Staten Island sound nothing like that. Uh, just for the record, so he should he should have offered him two boats. Yeah. Oh, when to get brother. there? When to come back? And <laughs> I'm I'm I, guessing I, he was an out of towner. That's that's my best guess. All right. Uh, On that I, note, I, we're gonna have to wrap it up though. Probably just in the nick of time, too. So, on that note, remember, till next time, whether it's sail or motor, life is better better as a motor. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.